You're listening to the Known Legacy Podcast, brought to you by Known Legacy Ministries. For more information, go to knownlegacy.org. Now here's your hosts, Bill and Travis. Back at it again. We are we are back in the saddle again. I'm as feeling say. I'm feeling a little refreshed. Yeah, tell us about your trip. I got to there, go. Bill. I got to go to uh, like Destin area for a couple days with oh, the family, yeah. and and I don't know if you know, but I like coffee. We are well aware of that. Okay, and so um, there was a man. Every morning I would get up, and it's funny. I would get up at like six forty-five, and I'm like, why am I up so early? But it's because I went to bed at like ten, and I'm like, I'm not used to having close to nine hours of sleep a night. Nice, um, which is a little bit weird. And uh, but man, get up, and then you go like literally. I could just open up the the, the sliding door, and I hear the ocean. We're twelve stories so up. So therapeutic, isn't oh it? Oh my gosh! Well, my wife was telling me that um, I guess just just going to the ocean lowers your blood pressure. Oh yeah. So so we just figured it's probably cheaper than medication yes it is and so i'll yes, just go i'll just go there it was good so you you wake up have your cup of coffee sit on the bal- balcony watch the uh, waves roll in and just be refreshed and renewed yeah you know what's sad though we took a family picture at the end and um my wife turned into like indian princess dark my daughter <laughs> did the same and um and there there is indian we blood. Know where this is going yeah <laughs> yes. th- there is indian blood and then i turned red yes and yes. i literally was like and as you know, I was like, I'm pretty sure that my wife adopted me. <laughs> I don't know what happened, but I'm so grateful that my kids at least have some pigmentation. Yes. Because my son, at least, he, he burns a little, but he gets a little dark. Yeah. You uh. can't see it on the video, uh, but I promise you, if the lights were on in this place, um, you would see a radiant red uh, Bill U-House, redder than his hair um, on the flesh. But it's, you, you came in energized, man. I'm excited to see what lays ahead. If you like to talk to tomatoes. Are you calling me an asparagus? I do uh, smell. <laughs> you do. <laughs> it's like Kyle, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. great. Fantastic. You. How is, uh, you got spring break this week, next week? What's going on? Uh, daughter next week, son this week. All right. Mm. Do you do anything special? Any trips or anything? No. Yeah. I mean, it's hard with, you know, what am I going to do? Take one of them somewhere and the other one be like, wait. <laughs> so that'd be two weeks in a row of you could. going out. It wouldn't be recommended, but no, you could do that. No, you we're could doing definitely do that. in July. So, awesome. Yeah. Awesome. That'll be good. That'll be good. Very good. Away. But it's been good. How about you? Would you do anything special? Or? Well, we got spring break coming up next week. And nice. Okay, so yours um, is next week. Yeah, next week. So this worked out really well for me to be here today. And, nice, nice, um, nice. Yeah, we're just sticking around, um, trying to play it close. Good. Um, you know, we had a new AC unit last year and a bunch of tires on cars and everything else. So we're still digging out from that a little bit. So <sighs> we're like, oh, let's just keep it close. And, you know. What is it, man? Yeah. Was that the AC unit that? The uh, warranty expired, or the yes. insurance two yes. days after yes. you canceled it. Yes, that is that is the AC unit. Thank you, Kyle, for bringing that up. You're welcome. That makes me feel so happy. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. Anyways, we do have a guest today. We also would uh, like to pick out that wound you have on your arm. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, as always, thanks for checking out uh, Known Legacy. Uh, we're so happy you're here. If yes. you haven't yet, follow us on uh, Facebook. Click uh, the you link on YouTube. Yep. And uh, if you uh, want to get in touch with us, info at knownlegacy.org is a great way. If you want to make a donation to the ministry and mission, um, info at Known Legacy, you can do that as well. we yes, got some yes, date yes. nights coming up. we got some other men's ministry things happening. Yes. And we're excited about that. So, uh, Bill, your book's still doing well? Yeah, I'm just finishing up the audio portion of the nice. book. And so I've got to go in one more day tomorrow and uh, one more day. Are you singing parts of the book? That'd be awesome if you did no. like, turn it into a musical. Oh, not at all. <laughs> 
<laughs> but I am hopefully have that out uh, in the next month or two. It's all about process and timing and stuff. But excited to get that out and kind of move forward to see what God has in store for that. Awesome, so. awesome. So why don't you introduce us to our guest today? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm excited about this today. So um, uh, about almost, I don't know, maybe like eight months to a year ago, I met this gentleman uh, at, a, at a pastor's retreat. And man, this guy, I was like, am I looking in the mirror? Except for the fact that he doesn't look anything like me. But his heart for people, his heart for Jesus, his heart for the kingdom is incredible. And so you guys are going to be blessed out by hearing from him. His name is John Lee. John, are you there? Yeah, I'm John Lee, and I pastor uh, Generations Church in Roy City. And uh, been there for 13 years, and uh, the church is just growing and thriving. And we have a camp that's with the church that my wife runs and uh, leaves about 300 and and we are very busy these days. Everything is taking off since uh, our COVID period of time. So, so the Lord so, is really good. So John, question for you real quick. Um, when you say camp, is it like an outdoor camp with like animals and whatnot? Because I think I did a high school youth retreat there at the beginning of the year out in Roy City. Um, and you guys have church service on Sunday mornings and, but there's like, sleeping quarters and everything for camp correct yes we uh sleep 300 and we have a petting zoo we've got kangaroos and lemurs and foxes and clydesdales and goats and chicks so you know this guy oh i i i have not met him but i i have been blessed by his ministry and his mission out there and so thank you very much for doing what you do because we had about 150 high school kids and we had a fantastic weekend they loved it cool Great campfire, and it was awesome. So thank you, John. Absolutely. John, John, yeah, we can bought, you sh- We bought the camp on. Can you hear me? Yep. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, share, share how you got that camp. Uh, we went there for 10 years with our kids, and the uh, camp owners just approached us one day and said, we want you to have the camp. And, you know, we'd been leasing and going month to month in our little facility and just plugging away and uh, the opportunity came for us to buy that camp right when COVID hit. Ooh. And uh, we closed on Good Friday, uh, 2020, right when COVID hit and uh, we took a step of faith. We hadn't finished our lease where we were at, but another church came in and subleased from us and, and made it possible for us to move over to the camp as a church. And uh, we not only weathered the the COVID storm, man, but uh, it just began to take off. And right now, uh, we have a space problem. Yes, you God's, do. People are coming to Christ every week, and uh, we're in a bit of revival in our church, and I'm just very grateful for what God's doing right now. I love it. You know, so, when I when I met you, you'd already, man, just the steps of faith to do that and to be a part of that was so incredible. But I think what I what I loved is that you were willing to make that step. So share a little bit about your story, like where you're from, kind of how you got started, you know, even even when the, you got the church started, things like that. Uh, well, I come from a, I guess a Baptistical background. My dad planted a big charismatic church in the 80s called Church on the Rock. I just had a fire for souls when I was a kid. I stood up on my desk when I was 15 years old in public school and told them my goal was to lead every one of those suckers to Jesus Christ and uh, started a revival in our high school when I was a kid and uh, when I went to college and after college I, I just was a youth evangelist for 
years traveling all over America and uh, finally landed in uh, pastoring. And I've been doing that for uh, 23 years now. Wow. So been at it since I was 19 um, and uh, 48 years old now. And married my uh, high school sweetheart. Actually, we were together since we were 13. Wow. And uh, just, you know, just me and her, man. Um, and uh, enjoying life and enjoying Jesus. And and, um, and God has been, he kept us, man. I tell you, that's the truth. He kept us. And I'm very grateful for the fruit that we're, I think I'm in the best season of ministry I've ever been in, in my whole, my whole time of ministry. So very grateful. That's awesome. So what's, what do you, you know, you said you traveled for a lot, you know, and then now that you're in, I mean, you know, now that you're in kind of a consistent weekly ministry, what's the pros and cons of both? Like, like what's something that would be like pro and con? Like, okay, like. Did, did something cause you to want to step away or was it just simply the leading of the father like all the all, all that kind of stuff when it came to out traveling speaking and now being a, a pastor in a ministry what were the things that that kind of drew you to that well i was kind of hating where i was youth pastoring uh in my younger years um and uh i was wearing a lot of hats and it was kind of running me down and i was very immature too i'm sure but I just wanted to get out on the road and, and travel. So for five years, I was on the road as a youth evangelist. And I'd go hit a youth camp and then go preach those churches all throughout the year. Wow. And um, I really enjoyed it, man. I preached all over America and Canada, everywhere. Uh, God opened up some phenomenal doors for me as a young man. I'm talking early 20s wow. uh, to travel the nation preaching. Um, but ultimately, we, we got pregnant. I wanted to be home for my kid and my wife. I'd be gone for months at a time. And uh, it just got old. And they didn't have the technology we have now. Just so this was in the 90s. Um, and so I I finally settled down and started pastoring and uh, planted, planted two churches before I started this one. And uh, and this one uh, took. I he said, we're not leaving. We're staying right here. So... We came back to where we started, Rockwall area, Rockwall, Texas, near Dallas. Um, really came in on fumes with no money. We'd come from California. We lived in California for a good 10 years. And uh, so we came here and just I stood up and preached the first time in a little bitty room. And uh, this little girl had been separated from her husband for 16 months. And I'd graduated with them and uh, they they got back together and they've been front and center in my church for the last 13 years. Wow. God that's cool. They had a little baby. Uh, we had a little boy at, at that time too, the first year of our, our church. And, uh, they had a little baby, uh, about a year later and they brought all the people. They started bringing friends from left and right. And we had 12 kids born into the church. The first year of ministry here, we were just wow. happy about Jesus and happy about marriage. I guess. And uh, we built the church that way. Man. We, you know, did like the Mormons do. So, <laughs> somewhat, somewhat. No, I know. Oh, I mean, I, I I love hearing this story because I just feel like, man, what has kept you consistent throughout the years in your walk with Jesus? Nowhere else to go. Hmm. 
nowhere else to go, man. Who, where shall I go? So when you take the voice off the table, there's and uh, I love what I do. I'm I'm very grateful, but ultimately, uh, ultimately, you know, I'm just radically saved and uh, very convicted about who I am, the Lord, and and uh, walk closely with Him. I got a great support from my wife and the staff that God has brought to me. Um, and and I'm just very grateful for the ability and ultimately, you know, I the first year that we started, I just said we're going to go through the book of Genesis and see where we are at the end. I had nothing to give the people except for consistency and uh, expositional preaching. Yep. And uh, and that's what I've done. I, I've been expositional for 13 years now, just going verse by verse through the Bible and uh, deep conviction that. The church is straight from that and straight from a good Bible uh, teaching. They've gone into novelties and niches and all kinds of bells and whistles and turned the church into an center, which I think uh, is a tragedy. Yeah. Um, so it's not a it's not a movie theater. It's a it's a and I think that's very important. So that's what we've tried to instill in our people is a deep foundation of the word and a deep foundation. In doing life together and, that's awesome blessing yeah the um so my question for you is um obviously you're making an impact with people who are de-churched or unchurched or or being reinvigorated in their faith and so i guess my question for you is what are you noticing in the hearts of men that are reconnecting to your ministry and mission and and what are you finding that are is effective ways to help the skeptical man that's maybe showing up because his wife wants him there or his kids are getting set on fire in a good way, not like actually like burning. Yeah. Um, but uh, what are you seeing in the heart of a man? What are you seeing and, and how are you speaking to that in such a way that they're also coming on fire? I think truth and love, you know. Uh, I think a lot of people are tired of a society lost their mind and they just want to have somebody tell them the truth. I think the Word of God does the work itself. Um, but I also pray every Sunday, Lord, give me the compassion for these people that I don't And And, uh, you know, I open my house personally. The families are coming. Hospitality is a big part of our ministry. And, and uh, just loving on people. Man. You walk right through the walls of their heart, by the way, you love them, put your arms around them, and look them dead in the eye and tell them the truth. Yeah, and, uh, try to incorporate both of those every Sunday when I speak. I want the people to know we love them. I also want them to know we love them enough to tell them the truth. And I've been going through First Corinthians, talking about sexual purity. Yeah, and, uh, talking about deception that is widespread in the church, where yeah. grace equals uh, lewdness and uh, lascivious. Really, really dealing with some serious issues that are very practical in the church. Uh, people want to know the truth, and they want stability. I think they're really starving for stability uh, over the over everything that's going on right now. So um, we've hit a sound in our church uh, with this generation. Very excited about what God is doing, but it's the truth that sets people free. True. Not a bunch of uh, footwork around their feet. I go head on and down the Baptist style. And I grab a hold of them and pursue them like crazy. Every Friday, I get all the new people 
that have come into the church and get everybody on my list sit there for about five hours on Friday and text every person in our church with a prayer. Just make myself available. And I've been doing that for a number of years. Our church is smaller. You know, we run about, I don't know, about four, right over 400 every Sunday right now. Uh, but I'll text everybody in the church and let them know I'm praying for them. I do that just to stay in contact with everybody. But That's uh, actually a lie. That's a lie because he also texts me every, and I'm not part of his church. <laughs> so how dare you lie like that? You don't know it yet. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I do love, I, I do, I, I love, I love the fact how you're using technology to make an impact. And, yeah. and I think it's one of those things that, again, the personal touch in, in larger churches is often missed. And so you can go and be a spectac- spectator. You can go and kind of be a consumer. But to actually know that there's a guy who knows you, knows your name, knows your phone number, is taking the time to text you, it just makes a huge impact. So kudos yeah. for you for doing the small things that make a big difference in people's lives. Because people's yeah. lives are, I mean, our culture is going more and more crazy. Yeah. And truth needs, it's shining brighter and brighter as the world gets darker and darker, no doubt about it. It's just a matter of being bold and to proclaim that truth into the hearts of people. By the way, I'm a church planner myself, and so you, I, I can already tell that you and I would have plenty of battle wounds <laughs> and uh, scars to talk about. Like, oh, yeah, I got that one at this time. And, oh, yeah, yeah I remember, you know. So uh, definitely, um, you, you, yeah, heart and soul, man. I got your back on this one. Absolutely. I hear you, bro. God bless you. I understand. You know what? What, yeah. what I love is is John about John's heart, guys, and to you, John, is the simplicity of truth. Like God's word is true. This is what I love that, that his heart is so melded with us, and it's the thing that changes people: the spirit of God and the word of God. And we just do our job in plating the meal and trying to feed people with it. You know, and so I, I love that that's his heart. Of and then God has just grown it over and over. And you know, even I mean, literally, churches are coming to his to his doorstep to be a part of his community. And yeah. so I love that heart. And I, and John, I'll, I'll throw this on you. I don't, there's not an iota of pride in John when I meet him. Every, even if there's a, a even if there could be by a fault pride, it is put on the character of God, not on himself. And so I feel like when I see John, I see this giant of the faith that's Uh-oh. like, that knows his, his big dad is, is, is there, is there behind him, you know? Yeah. So, so, John, question for you real quick. Um, yeah. So, uh, let's say there's a guy listening to this, and he realizes that things are out of whack, that um, things are out of balance in his life, and he's like, man, I, I really, this Jesus thing, I need to reinvest this. I need to rediscover this. What would you encourage him? What would you tell him um, if you had a chance to speak to, to a guy that's driving right now and realizing, man, i gotta get, I got to get things fi- figured out, and it's what I'm doing is not working? Yeah. I think that there's a lot of brokenness in this life, broken relationships, uh, a lot of hope in different relationships. And what I found in, you know, when he went to the woman at the well in John chapter 4, he offered her a relationship that would not end up uh, with her thirsty, uh, a relationship that would never run dry, a relationship that wouldn't fail. And I really believe that with Christ, my life, the one constant in my whole walk, my whole life has been Christ. And uh, heals your heart. For real. And it's your life forever. Um, just better. Just better. Just better. Uh, you know, his words work, his life, his grace, his mercy, 
his truth, and his, his loyalty to those. When he takes somebody on, it says that he'll never leave you for Yeah. Closer than a brother. And everything that you need in a true relationship, you can find it in God through Christ. And the Bible just says whoever calls on his name is saved. And I, I think that there's a lot of preparation that goes into that calling on Jesus that the Lord does in people's hearts. So mm. I don't believe it's haphazard. I believe that there's a, uh, I believe it happens on purpose, calls on it. And it's a divine appointment with the living God. So if somebody's watching right now and they want to call on the Lord, he's been ministering to their heart for a while, preparing their heart for that call. Yep. And uh, he's deeply, intimately involved with you. I think mm. that, I think that he, he draws his own to himself and, um, and uh, today may be somebody's day. But for me, the loyalty factor of a God who is a covenant-keeping God who's bigger than I am and promises to do one thing, and that's to save me from my own uh, sinfulness, which is failure. Failure in relationships and the breaking of trust and uh, you know the weaknesses of my flesh that seem to be a ticking time bomb to blow everything in my family and everything else up. That's what he promised to save me from. They'll work it all together for the good, even my failures in the past. So um, it, for me, it's the loyalty factor that he's loyal yeah. to my soul and he savior my soul and my own uh, weaknesses and defects. And that's what he promised to do. And ultimately, from uh, my life being a tragedy and turned my life into a miracle and promised me a happy the whole process. That's what he gave to the thief on the cross. He promised him a happy ending. He promised to make everything better overnight. But he promised to take that tragedy and turn it into a miracle. That man's life. He says, you'll be with me today in paradise. So that's uh, that's what I get out of it. That's awesome. I get, yeah. I get, a, I get a relationship with God that won't fail. So my, <clears throat> so my encouragement to, to guys that are listening, man, First off, listen to what John's saying and, and the fact that there's a loyal God. And, and I think sometimes we, we can fall into the trap of following guys that are following Jesus. Yeah. And Jesus, that's not the system that Jesus set up. Jesus came and he tore the curtain so that we could follow him individually and intimately. Yeah. And so wherever you are on this journey, guys, um, you, you can get into the word of God today and hear from the creator of the universe right now speak to you through his word. It is active, it is powerful, yeah. and it is sharper than a double-edged sword. And so whatever mess you found yourself in, whatever chaos you're surrounded by, the Word of God will, will speak to that and will absolutely cut that. And so my encouragement is, is um, man, listen to him. Um, learn what it is to follow Jesus and not just follow a yeah. guy who follows Jesus. Get inspiration from those guys, absolutely. I mean, John's the epitome of being bold and following him and how yeah. God provides um, but don't be afraid to just dive into the Word of God today. You know, start off in the Gospels, man. Just get to know Jesus yeah. and the story that's shared in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. You know, get to see the the works of what the church is, is all about in the book of Acts and in the letters. And, um, yeah, just, just dive into that Word of God. Absolutely. I love it. John, I love your heart. I love what you're talking about. I, I know that it's tangible for the guys that walk into your church. And so if you guys are are in, in the Royce City area. John, how can they get a hold of you? What is your church? Uh, like, you know, I know you, uh, can, do you have like a website that they can go to? Third Generation Church 
tx.org. Generations uh, Church. They can find us on tx.org. Okay. Tx. Or John Lee at, on Facebook. I'm I'm on there all the time, and I'll I'll, I'll find you. If you're oh, looking fine. for me, I'll, I will find I'll you, find. and I will get yes. you. Yes. Excellent. And I will bring church. It will be awesome. John, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for your heart. Thank you for your willingness to uh, have this conversation. And so, um, as as is our uh, tradition, we always end these conversations with our fast five. There it is. There it is. John, are you ready for our fast five? Uh oh. Okay. Let's okay. Good. Okay. What would you have for your last meal? Steak. Say steak. Yeah, steak. Yeah, steak. Sure. Absolutely. Okay, steak. Okay. I love that most steak, of our guys steak, are there. Steak and potatoes, yeah. Steak and potatoes. Yeah, there's not many guys that come in and say, I would like a salad and... Um, light light olive oil. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that ain't happening. Not that ain't chance. happening. All right. Maybe some hollandaise sauce. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, little, little mushroom. Uh, I got to try hollandaise on that steak. Right, that sounds right. good. And maybe some lobster on the side, just a little bit. Little yeah, bit now, th- now we're yeah. talking. You don't want to be too decadent. Yeah. On that I feel last like meal. that's what worship tastes like. Yes, lobster yeah. on the it side, is. yes. It is worship. Oz, okay, number two. Stranded Island, what's one album or musician you want to listen to forever? Oh, gosh. Oh, no. Definitely. Bethel. Bethel music. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> He's kidding. Thank he goes God. To- <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I probably listen to this not my own voice. Just like listen. Oh, yeah. gosh. Okay, okay. Well, we know what not what he wouldn't bring on, so yeah. that works. Okay. All right. Uh, number three, your guilty pleasure. Man, I like to have a good cigar. That's why you're on the podcast, brother. I like the good cigar. I'll be honest with you. I took drink about five years ago. Uh, uh, for personal reasons, I just said it's time to stop that. But man, I cannot quit those cigars, man. I'll go in there and get myself a water and a nice cigar. So there's my answer. Yeah. That, that'll work. That'll work. Yeah. All right, number four. What is one word your wife would use to describe you? Sexual, sexy, sexy. Uh, that's true. <laughs> I know. Honestly, that's what our wives uh, use to describe <laughs> us. So used to keyword there. Used to. Wait, say 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 the last part again. We cut you off. I said, "Man, bacon." I don't know, man. Man, I, bacon. Like that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That was worth saying again. Oh, great. Okay, number five. How do you want to be remembered when you die? Uh, faithful. Yep. That's awesome. We have, we have a bonus, we have a bonus question. Wait, say, say it again. I cut you off. I'm sorry. You're steady. I just want to be known as steady. And I'll say this. The question was asked, How to? what's the secret to my longevity ministry? Man, I spent days... A word that's how you stay strong you build your rock because the wind so that's build the, on the rock the build on the rock it's good and 
All right, number six, a bonus one. What biblical character would you want to have lunch with who's not Jesus? The apostle, man, Paul. Paul, there it is. I could definitely see him pulling a chair up next to Paul. Always. That's awesome. The next to the apostle. He goes, the apostle. I love it. The apostle. I love it. Well, John, it's yeah. been it's been awesome having you on. I'm sorry about the disconnect in our in, in the audio, but man, it's been a blessing to hear your heart and your passion. If you are down in that area, generationschurchtx.org, is that correct? That's it. That's it. Generationschurchtx.org. Check them out or John Lee L E A. Not John L E E. John L E A on Facebook. Uh, he'll sign autographs. <laughs> He'll take pictures and kiss your babies. <laughs> and text you on yeah. Friday mornings. <laughs> he really will. He'll text you on Friday. Yeah. Man, it has been a pleasure having you on, brother. Thank you for the work you do down there and uh, your heart for, for men and families. Uh, Lord, uh, man, we are, we are grateful. The, the Lord's doing great stuff down there, so we're blessed. Absolutely, Thank John. You. This is nice meeting you. Thank you, guys. Very nice Thanks to a see lot. you. Love you. Love you too, brother. Hey, if you uh, want more information about Known Legacy, go to info at knownlegacy.org or uh, www.knownlegacy.org. And as always, uh, smash the buttons, like us, uh, share us, uh, you know, Facebook, Instagram, and uh, YouTube. Yeah, check us out. That's where we're at. We'll find you there. You guys have a great week. Thanks for listening to the Known Legacy Podcast. We'd love to hear from you. So email us your questions or comments to info at knownlegacy.org.